how did we feel about anime rising in popularity so quickly? I think that's a good topic. That's a good topic. I actually like it. Yeah, you, you had a pretty good answer. What did you say? I said that, you know, there are little niches that happened in the old anime, like, that that don't exist today. Like, mm-hmm. for example, Creative Freedom was a lot more flexible back then than it is today. Like, you could have as much gore and weirdness as you wanted, Um and there's so many out there, but nowadays a lot of censorship and the lack of demand for those kinds of anime right, um, right. Hap- uh, came through. It's just supply and demand, basic business stuff, and so people loved the uh, the cute girl and the uh, bright animation and simple slice of life storylines and twelve episodes because of patience. Mm. And um, and I, I like and you know what? There are gems out there that exist that have come out that I am in love with. Um, there's a lot of people that can probably go against uh, most anime today because of what it's relied itself on. But, you know, the community, not everyone really gets those um, deep message ones, but those are the ones that are appreciated by people who have grown up with these things. So it's just, it's changed a lot, but in a lot of ways, for the better, It I don't say anime is dying but there is a part that has kind of faded away a Mm -hmm. bit um well that's the thing right it's like people debate like oh the quality of anime has declined in mm. modern times i don't think it's so much declined as it's just changed it it, it like the standard of quality has changed from you know or what the the majority of the anime or the consumers see as quality from like you know a good story Mm. to just like and I don't mean to, like, you know, standardize or, like, you know, just be sure. overall about it. And I'm sure, like, you know, different people think different ways about it. But, like, this, the basic idea is, like, you know, it went from, like, quality being, you know, a great story with, like, a bunch of great, and you know, very detailedly written characters and, like, a lot of detail to stuff that, you know, is has a lot of cute girls or is waifu material has good music has a great fan base to go behind it you know something like that to be fair like even old 90s anime that we put as like god tier Mm. if you go back from a really objective standpoint you can see chinks in the armor like my big thing is like i love roni kenshin because it's so wrapped up in history and culture and i love that Mm. but it's like i go back and it's like there are so many wild takes and I feel like if you do that too much, yeah. it actually takes away from the artistic value that now is so coveted when it comes to anime. Where mm. before it's like if someone gets punched, it's like whole big white circles and small pupils and like the, the stereotypical big mm. lump. Yeah, yeah. And it's like if you do that too much, you're taking away the aesthetic value of presentation. Mm. So I guess so. I mean, but I'm I'm old. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I I'm, I'm gonna come from like a little bit of both sides because I I've grown up with it and I've seen the the change and I still hold very dear to a lot of anime that aren't really carried on in today's like you'll never see another freaking anime like Ghost in the Shell or Ergo Proxy. Right. I don't mm-hmm. uh, I don't think you. I mean, have... you will, but no one will talk about it. Yeah, not. Yeah. And that I mean, yeah, it's sad, but there are anime where I have had so much hope. Like, oh my god, there are still people that are spending this much time making these great stories. Like, silent, like a silent voice is just fantastic. Mm. Um, that one was just great. And then Kimi no Nawa, that was a recent one, and it even beat Spirited Away. That, In a matter of months. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. it is now. It has the highest grossing. Uh, 
It's, the, it's the highest grossing animated film, film ever. Of all time. Yeah, of really, all time. Really, what about, how does your or, name... Or anime film, I think. Yeah. Especially, what about your name? Because I know oh, that... Oh, no, your that, name. Your that, name. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's I'm sorry. the same one. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm blanking. Yep, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, you're... Kimi, no, Kimi no Namai, okay, yeah, sorry. Kimi, yeah, Kimi no Nawa, your name. Oh, no, okay, yeah, yeah sorry. Me, Spirited Away mm. in, like, Spirited Away came out, what? 10 years ago? Long yeah, time. It was a while. Long it's been a while. And it, it had its reign. And, yeah, you know and, and it won an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it, it, it had its reign for a long time. Then Kimi no Nawa, it got nominated. But didn't win. No, but didn't need, but didn't win. Yeah. It didn't it, need to, though. I mean, it didn't need to. It already. Yeah. It was already. Well, actually, it got like, nominated it, to be nominated. It got so popular. I remember I saw an article. It got so popular to a point where Shinkai, the director, was like, please stop watching this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he didn't actually think Kimi no Nawa was that good. Really? Yeah. Well, it's because uh. it's because of the time travel element. Because not only is it time travel elements, it's like different periods of that time travel. Right, like, right. And that I mean, it's very much Girl Who Leapt Through Time kind oh, of vibe. Yeah, like I got that vibe from mm. it, and like I thought the movie overall was really good. It had it had a great satisfying ending. Oh yeah, like that mm. was. Mm, that but Shinka's always really good at his endings. Like just like yeah. that perfect. Like the end of like five centimeters per second as well was just like. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Shinka is just like a master at love. Oh yeah. The, the way he, I actually need to do. I've been planning to do a video on him for a long time. Mm. Talking about some anime series uh, that have gone really popular that I think have a really great storyline. You know, for example, Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that aspect of it, and also uh, there's Boku no Hero Academia, the story oh. of a kid who, um, who is just average but proves that you don't need superpowers to be a hero, and that's something that we've kind of seen in the past with other things. But the way Boku no Hero Academia does it is very very relatable yeah uh, i'd say because he sticks as a normal person but i mean that's the thing is they all stick as normal people i said this at the panel and i'll say it here is that i hear a lot of people saying that all the girls in academia are best girls and it's like i would disagree not because that they're bad characters but because they're well-written human characters yeah and i was like the one thing that i fear when it comes to the popularization of anime is i fear that the tropes of like the tsundere the the young that i just like having mo like like moe characters that have these specific traits that are formulaic because the like directors know they'll do well will stifle creativity and the one thing that makes anime so beautiful is being able to show human emotion and compassion and all of the beautiful things of humanity and it's like mm. you strip all of that away when you're like this character must be this way well that's mm. the thing right it's like directors and like creators anime creators have found a way to kind of find the formula of what creates a particular trope Mm -hmm. and use that not to create a character, but just to create, like, just to fetishize that character for that specific trait. And that's why I love shows like the Monogatari series because all of those characters, yes, they fit a trope, Mm -hmm. but they're written in such a way where they're almost satirizing the fact that they are being fetishized. Yeah. And also, there's some stories out there where they're still really good, uh, and, but you always have that one character who, I guess, you know, wins the hearts of everyone. Like, so one anime that's really recent that I would say, I honestly think had a great storyline. And you know what? It is following a lot of typical tropes, but I thought it was really good was Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. Definitely. Like, it, it, nothing really happened. You didn't necessarily need the dragons to exist, but that little element just makes it that much more cuter. And then Kana, she was just the one character that was just adorable yeah um and sometimes you know does anime 
always need to have like a meaning to it. Sometimes you just I don't know. Sometimes, no, sometimes it, just, it can literally just be dumb entertainment. No, no, yeah. no. Well, like, isn't that what like half of every like Studio Ghibli movie is? Like, like. Here's the thing. I didn't grow up with my neighbor Totoro, and mm. I know that I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from saying this, but as an adult, I thought it was boring because mm-hmm. there's no conflict, there's no structure. But as a kid, it's fantastic. Yeah. Because it's all of these things that are just it's life. It just happens. And mm. I before I was like, man, a lot of these Miyazaki movies are boring, but now I can go back and be like, it's just living. And there's mm. a lot of beauty within living, and not everything has to have conflict and like conflict resolution. Sometimes things just happen. Well, right, like, and that's where like you know the whole very famous quote of Miyazaki saying anime was a mistake. Thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's the root of that quote that a lot of people don't know. Like a lot of people think they hear that quote and they think that Miyazaki hates anime, mm-hmm. but in actual fact, what he hates is the idea that a lot of these anime studios that create, you know, all these moe blob shows and all these, you know, shows that fetishize certain niches are looking towards other anime when they create their characters and stories. Right. Because Miyazaki is, you know, was trained pretty much as a traditional artist and cartoonist, mm-hmm. where he looked towards inspirations and, you know, people just living their own lives, like, in real life when creating his characters and stories. Right. And so when he said anime was a mistake, he means, like, that whole aspect of no one's looking towards the real life and the beauty of real life anymore, you know? I don't know if I had to explain that to people (laughs) because I've always seen so many people saying, like, oh, Miyazaki hates anime. I'm like, I mean, honestly, coming from him, I don't really blame him. Yeah. Yeah. And and with what he does. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 